this evening. And I always like here at this time of year uh, to kind of be able to communicate concerning uh, what was taking place here, uh, you know, as we celebrate Holy Week, as we recognize Passion Week, as we prepare for uh, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Christ, as we get prepared to celebrate and recognize the resurrection of Christ, amen, I always like to kind of communicate and preach concerning these topics, and those of you that were here on those of you that were here on Sunday, you, you, we, we, we were recognizing Palm Sunday, amen, and we were talking about the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem, amen, for the Passover, and we were kind of discussing that subject and that topic and, and, and kind of sharing that in regards to Jesus being the Passover lamb. And how those very people that were cheering him on and welcoming and celebrate him coming into Jerusalem as the king coming in, amen, on a colt, on a donkey. And that those same people that were cheering him and waving those uh, palm branches are the same people that were yelling crucify him not even a week later. And so I want to kind of pick up right here in Matthew chapter 27, starting in verse 1. And I want us to kind of take a look at this process that begins to happen. In this, uh, in verse, in chapter 21, this chapter begins with the morning after Jesus had been arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. And so let's look here real quick, starting in verse 1, and I'm going to, kind of move around in this chapter so if you guys uh brady if you can kind of work with me for just a moment and be ready amen but let's look at starting in verse one if you have it say amen, amen. he says in the word of the lord reads amen. he says now when morning came all the chief priests and the elders of the people conferred together against jesus to put him to death and they bound him and led him away and delivered him to Pilate, the governor. Now let's jump over into verse 15 real quick, if you would, with me. Now verse 15 reads, Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the people any one prisoner whom they wanted. At the time... They were holding a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the people gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? Now let's jump over to verse 21. But the governor said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do when Jesus, with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, crucify him. And he said, why, what evil has he done? But they kept shouting all the more, saying, crucify him. And when Pilate saw that he was accomplishing nothing, but rather that a riot was starting, 
He took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it that you yourselves. <coughs> and all the people said, His blood shall be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas for them. But after having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Now let's pray. Amen. And we'll get into this. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. <coughs> Lord, we thank you for this message today. And we thank you for this wonderful worship and uh, this wonderful video. And so, Father, we just ask you to speak to us and communicate this time, this story, this uh, in a way, God, that uh, we can grab a hold of something and apply it to our lives. Father, forgive us for all of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And so, like I said, this chapter right here in chapter 27, amen, begins with the morning after Jesus had been arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, many of y'all know he was in the Garden of Geth Gethsemane, amen. He was in the garden with his disciples, amen. He was there with Judas, or well, he was there actually not with Judas, but with Peter, amen. And he was, and he was telling them that they needed to pray and so forth, amen. And this is the time when he uh, ended up sweating blood. He actually tells the father, amen, hey, uh, father, if this cup can pass, then let it pass. If not, then thy will be done, amen. And then so he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, and here comes the Roman soldiers, and here comes Judas with the Roman soldiers, and Judas comes up to Jesus, amen. He kisses Jesus. Jesus on the uh, cheek or wherever he kissed him, amen, and that was his sign to the Roman soldiers that that was who Jesus was, because uh, realistically, uh, they didn't even know who he really was, amen, and so Judas, who had betrayed Jesus, then gives that kiss to Jesus, amen, stating to them that this is Jesus, and they, amen, and then they ask him, amen, if he's Jesus, he says yes, and then according to the Bible, they, they hit the ground, amen, and that's when Peter began to come up with his knife and he cut the ear off of the guard. Jesus goes over, amen, and heals that ear right back on, amen. And now here he is. He ends up being, uh, in, uh, be, being detained, amen. She used that word detained. Now here he is. He's detained, and he's being taken, amen, before Pontius Pilate. So this is, uh, you know, begins with the morning after Jesus had been arrested, okay? So he had been arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. He had been betrayed by Judas, and now here we are this next morning, and we're looking at this scripture. And so this is, by this point, Jesus had already been brought before Cephas and the Sanhedrin, amen, and all kinds of false witnesses had begun to testify against him, and he had been beaten and ridiculed, and Peter had, by this time, now denied Jesus. Y'all are familiar with it, amen? Jesus told Peter, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows, and of course, Peter says, no, I won't, I won't deny you. Well, this is, by this point, Peter had denied Jesus, amen, when they were coming to, to, to talk to him, and he, he said, you know, he didn't have nothing to do with him. And so here we look right here in, in verse 1, and, and what we begin to see is that the chief priests and elders had begun to bring charges against Jesus. And what they had done is they had accused him of misleading the entire nation, and they had accused him of forbidding to pay taxes, amen, to Caesar. So these are some of the charges. They were charging him for, uh, for you know, first of all, uh, accusing him of misleading the nation, Amen. And they and then forbidding to pay taxes. And then they accused Jesus of blaspheming against God, right? And treason against the Roman Empire. 
And so what happened was these religious and political leaders were, uh, you know, were actually jealous of Jesus. Amen? They were threatened by him, and they were jealous of him. And so they began to bring these false accusations. How many of y'all know that jealousy can create, cause you to do some really crazy stuff? And being envious, uh, amen, can cause you to do some really crazy stuff. And this is what it was, amen. And so here they are, they bring these false charges against them, these false uh, accusations, amen. And then in, in verse 2, we begin to look and we begin to see that the chief priests and elders, they begin to tie up and took him to Pilate to the Roman governor of Judea, amen. And the Romans had had a law that said that a prisoner could be set free during the Feast of Passover. Now, here we are. We're at the Feast of Passover, amen. This is a huge time. This is where people are coming from all over, amen, in different uh, areas for this feast, amen. And during this Passover feast, amen, during this time when they bring in this Passover feast, amen, what they had said was that uh, at this time that they, they can release one prisoner, Amen. And let him go free. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And so the people could choose which one would be freed. Amen. The people could choose this. And one criminal was a, a man who had, the, the Bible says it had, had led an insurrection against the Roman government. The Bible says that he was a murderer. He was an evil man. Amen. And this guy's name was Barabbas. And so Pontius Pilate wanted to, he was one that was a people pleaser. He was one that was concerned with what the people thought. And he was concerned with his position. And so in order to be able to keep the peace, in order to be able to please the people, amen, he even went against what he knew was right. Because he knew that Jesus wasn't guilty. He knew that Jesus was innocent. Amen. And so Pilate had a decision to make. Is he going to do what's right or is he going to please the people? Now, I want to tell you this. Amen. Sometimes. Amen. Hello, somebody. In order to do what's right. Amen. It's going to go against pleasing some people. Sometimes in order. Amen. To do what is right in your life. Amen. Amen. There's going to be some people that aren't going to be too pleased. Are y'all with me today? But realistically, we as uh, Christians, we have to choose. And I was speaking about this a little bit this morning. Amen. We have to choose. First of all, we can't be self-pleasers. Amen. Second of all, we can't be people-pleasers. But we have to be what? God-pleasers. But Pilate was one that was more focused on uh, pleasing the people than he was in doing what's right. Are y'all with me today? But ultimately, whenever you are one that wants to please God, amen, you have a desire to do what's right, amen, before you do have a desire to please people. And pray to, praise the Lord, hopefully, when you're pleasing God, you're pleasing people, too, around you. At least the people, amen, that need to be. Are y'all with me today? You know, but what we come to realize is that even today, and, and there's Christians, amen, even in the church, who are more interested in pleasing their friends rather than pleasing God. 
And Pilate said this to the crowd. He said, you choose a man. He says, will it be Jesus or Barabbas? Whom do you want to be freed? Here we are on the Passover. Here we are, amen. We, the law says that we can free one prisoner, amen. We have this man, a Jesus, amen, that's here, amen, that realistically is innocent, but they're saying that this charges are here, this charges are here, and then they have somebody, amen, so they're not really, really sure, and then they have a man that's really clearly, amen, been guilty, he's been guilty of murder, he's been guilty of all these various things, amen, he's evil, amen, and, 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 and this is kind of where they're at, and amen, and so he says, you choose, you know, and the, and the Bible says this, the Bible says that the people shouted back and they said, give us Barabbas, we want Barabbas, and they said, he said, well, what do we do with Jesus? And they said, crucify Jesus. The same people that not even a week before that, amen, were cheering, amen, Jesus on, were excited for Jesus to be the king, amen, to come in and overthrow the Roman government, amen, and realistically, he was coming in to become the Passover lamb, the lamb of God. He was coming over to take away the sins of the world. He was coming over, amen, in order to do this, and so here they are. They're saying, amen, not only are we going to free Barabbas, amen, and not only are we going to choose Barabbas over Jesus, but not only that, but we want to crucify Jesus. Now, I want you to look at this because when we're talking about Barabbas, Barabbas represents something. Amen? Because you and I have that same question today. Are we going to choose Barabbas? Or are we going to choose Jesus? Amen? We have that choice. It's before us today. And Barabbas represents, amen the, amen, the power, the pleasure, amen, the money, and all that the world has to offer. Amen. amen. And Jesus represents our salvation and our forgiveness, eternal life, and all the blessings of God, and amen, that we have in faith in God. And so we ask ourselves, well, who will you choose, Jesus or Barabbas? Amen. And every single person has to make that choice. Now, Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent. There was no doubt, but there was no doubt that Barabbas was guilty, amen, as charged. And Pilate knew that there was only one way for Barabbas to be released, and that was for somebody else to take his place, amen? Are y'all with me today? And the answer came back to him, amen, let him be crucified. God is good, Amen. What shall I do with Jesus? They said, let him be crucified. Amen. God is good. Amen. And Pilate said this. He said, what evil has he done? But the people kept shouting, let him be crucified. And then what happened was Pilate began to take a bowl of water and he begins to wash his hands. And he says, amen, that he said, I'm washing my hands of Jesus. Amen. And he says, I'm innocent of this man's blood. But I'm here to tell you right now, amen, I'm here to tell you right now, amen, when it comes to Pilate, you can't just wash your hands of Jesus. See, we have a choice to make today. We can either choose the world, we can choose the pleasures of the world, we can choose, amen, the things of the world, or we can choose Jesus. 
And the question still stands, if you choose the world, what are you going to do with Jesus? Because you can't wash your hands of Jesus. Just like, amen, Pilate wasn't able to wash his hands of Jesus. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? God is good. Now, I want you to look at this because Jesus, amen, the whole plan and purpose was to go to the cross to be crucified. Amen. And when we look at it realistically, amen, if Barabbas represents, amen, sin, he represents evilness, he represents wickedness, he represents all the things, amen, of humanity prior to us coming to Christ. Amen. He represents everything that we were before we came to the Lord. The Bible says that before coming to Christ, we were enemies of God. The Bible says, amen, that we were, we were all born and shaped in iniquity. The Bible says that we were all sinners in need of a Savior. Amen. We were all, amen, sinners. The Bible says we were all, amen, wicked. We were all evil. We were enemies of God until we came to Christ. Until we came to Jesus. And Jesus went to that cross and he took on, amen, the sins of the world. Past, present, and future sins. He bore them on that cross. Each and every one of us. Even, when, even though it was 2,000 something years ago, amen, and we weren't even born yet. He took on our sins on that cross. Are y'all with me today? And realistically, amen, I want you to look at this because if you look at it in perspective to Barabbas, Barabbas was set free that day. He was released that day. Amen. He was released that day. And, I, and, and so what you begin to hap, see happen, amen, is that all, now they begin to take Jesus into custody, amen. They begin to prepare to, to crucify, amen, this, our Jesus, and they begin to whoop him and beat him, amen, and spit on him, amen, and do all this stuff that they do to him, amen. And then I, I, I'm here to tell you, so shortly, amen, we'll fast forward a little bit. Then all of a sudden, here you are at the crucifixion, amen. Here you are at the crucifixion, and I don't know if y'all seen the Passion of the Christ, but uh, at the crucifixion, there was three crosses, amen. There was, amen, there, there was a criminal on, on once on the left, there was a criminal on the right, and then there was Jesus in the center cross, and so, you know what, realistically, I believe that, uh, I believe that Barabbas, amen, probably went to that crucifixion, amen, because they were all gathered there, and they were gathered at that crucifixion, and it was the big noise and a big a thing that was going forth. Are y'all with me today? And then here we are, amen, and you see this, the first criminal that's put up on that cross, amen, on the cross of Calvary. And then you begin to see the other, amen, criminal that was put up on that cross of Calvary, amen. Because what they do is they nail them to the cross, amen. And then they would lift them up on, amen, to where they were having to hold themselves up, amen, and could hardly even breathe. And then here he is, and he sees this middle cross, amen. And he sees this center cross where Jesus is beginning to be lifted up. And he, I believe he looked at it and he said, that was my cross. That was, the, that was intended for me. That was for the crimes that I had committed. Because they were planning on crucifying all three of those criminals. And Barabbas was one of those criminals that was going to be crucified. And I believe that he was there, amen, at that crucifixion. And he was looking at Jesus up on that cross that was, that was intended for him. Amen. And he sees that Jesus took his place. 
Now, he didn't give Jesus any credit for it. Amen. Are y'all with me today? But he knew that that cross was for him. Are y'all with me today? God is good. Amen. The Lord is good. You know, as you look at it, he might have been there and he might have said, you know, yeah, these are the men whom I've spent this time in prison with, waiting execution, waiting to be crucified for our crimes. Amen. And as they lifted up that third cross, the worship team could come forward. Barabbas might have said, now that one, that one's mine. That one was mine. Hello. That cross was for me. Are y'all with me? But I'm not on it because Jesus took my place. Now, I want to share with you something for a minute. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. The free gift of God is eternal life. Now, each and every one of us is a sinner in need of a Savior. Each and every one of us was born in sin. Each and every one of us has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. And each and every one of us, amen, deserves, amen, the, 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 the results of sin, which is death. Each and every one of us, amen, had a cross, amen, to be crucified upon, just like Barabbas. Hello, somebody. Each and every one of us was wicked before we came to Christ. Each and every one of us, amen, was lost, amen. We were in darkness, amen. We were, we were as red as crimson and he made us white as snow we were dead in our trespasses and sins and he made us alive in Christ Jesus amen we were bound in darkness and wickedness and evil amen prior to coming to Christ amen the Bible says that there's none righteous no not one I don't even care if you were a good person if you were a good Samaritan amen if you just tried to do what's right before you come to Christ amen I'm here to tell you right now amen you're a sinner just like anybody else and the wages of sin is death Death. And Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that. Amen. And Barabbas might have said, you know what, then that third cross, that's, that was mine. It was made for me, but I'm not on it because Jesus took my place. You know, I want you to just picture this for just a moment. Amen. And I want you to look at these three crosses. I want you to picture it. Amen. Picture it. And I want you to focus your attention on that middle one. That one that Jesus is on. And I want you to be able to look at it and see. Can you see that middle cross that has your name carved in it? That has your name carved in it. 
That cross was made for you. That cross was made for me. That cross was made for each and every one of us. We all deserve death. We all deserve eternal death. We all deserve separation from God. We are all sinners. But Jesus paid the price. Jesus took our place. Jesus, amen. He took the sentence that was really ours. And when we look at it, man, that's powerful. Because first of all, we were enemies of God. Amen. We, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were enemies of God. And here we are, somebody that we were enemies of, according to the scripture, before we came to Christ. We were children of the devil, children of the flesh. And here we are, amen. Jesus was willing to go to the cross and die and take our death sentence. He'll take our penalty, amen, and put it upon himself. And when that happened and when the sins of the world came upon Jesus, even his father, a holy and righteous father, had to turn his head from Jesus as he took on the sins of the world. He took them upon himself. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God. And as a result, amen, when he shed that precious blood, when he shed that, when he poured out that blood upon that altar, upon that cross, amen, and he poured it out, amen, it began, amen, and he took on the sins of the world, amen. Your sins were washed clean, amen. You were red as crimson and he made you white as snow. He washed them clean, amen. The past, present, and future sins, He cleansed you through the blood of Jesus. He went to that cross, amen, so that you can live. He died so you can live. He took your place. He took your place. He, he paid the price. He paid it in full. And whenever he was taking his last breath, he says, it is finished. Amen, it is finished. Amen, the sin issue is finished. It is done. It is finished. And he reconciles you back to the Father through faith in Jesus Christ. Through faith in Jesus Christ. We were that Barabbas. We were that one. We had a death sentence. We had a death sentence and he said, let me step in there and take your sentence you go free you go free you're free to go you're free from all the sins past present and future you're set free you're released you're no longer a slave to sin you no longer have to pay the debt it's already been paid he paid it for you you weren't able to pay it Amen. And as a result, now you become the righteousness of God. You're the righteousness of God. He accredits you His righteousness. You're washed whiter than snow. You're cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You're forgiven. Amen. Hello. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. And those sins are thrown into a sea of forgetfulness. 
Come on now. It'd be, it's hard enough to take it the, the, the price and pay the price for somebody that we love and that loves us. Amen. Much less somebody that's an enemy of ours. Now, he still loved us even as enemies, but I'm here to tell you right now, for somebody that's an enemy of yours, and he paid the price, he paid the price for me. He paid the price for you and you and you and you and you. And he even paid the price for Barabbas, who never would accept him, meaning that those, amen, that he's died for, that never accept him as Lord and Savior and never, amen, believe the gospel, he he paid it for them too. He died for them too. He died for all of them, amen. He died for the whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Barabbas was never gonna recognize that Jesus, amen, that Jesus took his place. He wasn't gonna give Jesus the credit. He gave the people the credit. He thinks the people set him free. And the reality is the people didn't set him free. Jesus set him free. Jesus laid down his life. He laid it down. He went to that cross voluntarily. He went to that cross voluntarily. He could have told the Father, man, help. Father, let me ascend to heaven. Let me get up out of here in the flat, in the flat, you know. But he said, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. If that's your will, God, I'll do it. If that's what needs to be done, Father, I'll do it. He's done it for me. He's done it for you. He's done it for everybody. Come on, let's worship the King tonight. Amen. Just lift your hands to heaven. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Father, you are worthy, my King, whatever you Come, Holy Ghost, and have your way, Father God. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Fresh anointing, Jesus. Fresh anointing, Jesus. 